going. Hey, yes, Pete. Oh my God. Oh, what? Come out. Listeners, you're tuned to Soundwaves, a podcast that explores the nexus between surfing and music and the nefarious spaces in between. Between the wave and the rave, between the heaving shack and the martial stack, between neoprene and spandex, the mosh pit and the death pit, fiberglass and vinyl, the boogie and the board, between Brian Eno and George Greeno. So wax up your stick, crank up the stereo, paddle out into the secret sonic surf spot that is sound waves tales from the shack 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 so well what i love about surfing is try out different types of boards in different conditions and find out the best board for each condition it's kind of my addiction so i try not to push it as hard as i really want what do i love about surfing well it's about eight o'clock in the morning and you've been in since dawn with a group of good mates. There's a nice offshore blowing, and then the sun creeps slowly over the escarpment and caresses the lineup. And every wave produces its own rainbow. And you're out there and you realize that you've done that thousands of times. You've been there, and 99% of humanity haven't done it even once. And what's more, The whole day ahead looks warm and fuzzy, no matter what's on. That's what I love about surfing. Mr. Stanley, my love of surfing definitely has to be that very stroke you put in the water of paddling out into the break. Every time beats every other part of surfing. Uh, Okay, so yep, it's all going. So uh, good morning to you, fine Sir Dazza B. Yeah, good morning, Stan. Woo. Yeah, morning here in Sydney town. Apologies for the dog barking in the background. That thing has kept me awake all night. So if I'm if I'm a little bit grumpy, <laughs> if you're a little bit why. grumpy, um, love will ru- love will. Uh, that's uh, right. Make everything uh, better. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I was saying that to myself last night. Don't. So, um, so we we uh, we we went for hate first, which maybe says something about us. Um, uh, I'm sure it doesn't. And um, we're moving through the emotions and going yeah straight to its polar opposite, and it's love. And um, we're 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 making it a quickie as well. <laughs> and, um, we've set ourselves a. a Does that say something about us as well? Uh, well, a quick a quickie in. Um, Probably not a quickie in uh, in every sense, but um, uh, under an hour. I guess that's if anyone said that was a quickie, that you'd think fucking oh yeah. Yeah, any any sting would uh, dispute that fact. Sting would think. Sting would think that's things just getting started after an hour. He's just you know that's warming up. Yeah, that's one little bread thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, cool. No, uh, I'm looking forward to this. We're talking love. Yep. Uh, so much to talk about surf-wise and obviously music-wise. Yeah, well, uh, you uh, you inspired me in the, in the hate episode with your 
amazing list of things that you hate. And so I, uh, uh, at some stage on the weekend, I got into a bit of a frenzy and wrote a massive list of things that I, I love. So um, I'm just, I'll be reeling them off at some point in the next hour. So um, Awesome. Yeah. Um, and um, we're going to incorporate our usual post pre, sorry, pre subject banter, just get straight into it. Um, yeah. I love two things. One, you sent me, well, you may, I don't know if you're going to talk about the, the cram thing, but um, oh, we I can, yeah. love watching Neil Purchase Jr. surf uh, racetrack Ulus on his duo concept. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. I um, yeah, I didn't get around to it, but oh, weird I mean, looking, good. weird looking board. Um, but he is, he just rips so hard still, and uh, I just love racetrack Ulus at about, you know, four, four to four and a half foot. Yeah. Oh, how good. Mm. Uh, and Neil Perch Jr. I mean. To be honest, I don't know a lot about his surfing. I know he, he was uh, sort of on the tour for a bit, but I, I've only seen him a lot of the times going right, obviously, because he lives well, up on the Goldie. Well, and he, um, he, he was but, renowned as being, um, you know, the kind of master of backside tube riding for a long time, right? Yeah, I mean, that that, that stuff in Guy's Love where he's dragging his foot to stall, he's doing yeah, some yeah. crazy... Yeah. Back end tube right there, but I'll have to watch that because um and that duo, there's a guy down here who rides one of those duo boards it and raves really, about it. I mean, it, it looks like just a couple of tiny little bumps, <laughs> just because they're they're um they're parallel as well, right? And they're yeah, they're, yeah. But um oof, it works. It looks like it works. I love it, love it. So uh, awesome. what about you? What's what what are you loving? Well, um, can we can we talk about Crammy? Yeah, that... go for it. You you sent it. Well, to... yeah. Well, it was just yeah. I mean, Matt uh, Warshaw from Encyclopedia of Surfing fame yeah. posted a, a little spray on Richard Cram and a little edit, uh, which was fantastic. I, I I haven't seen a lot of that footage, but what what do you think about those cutties? Like they are. I think he does sort of compare them to the the John John Florence sort of yeah, terms of I would say today, that they're almost more exciting to watch because they're a bit more raw. Yeah. Because yeah. there's this two stage, he, he describes it as, what did he, Matt Warshaw describe it as halfway between a, 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 like one of those ice road truckers sort of sliding sideways. And we use some great analogies, but oh, you never get bored of it. Everyone, everyone's slightly different. Well, and I was actually there's, watching. There's a, there's a couple at the end of the clip where he, well, there's one particularly where he gets absolutely pitted it. I guess it's off the wall, and then he just. Yeah. And then there's one because <laughs> it's it's been um, it's been spliced with Mantronics um, uh, a, a Mantronics song from the late '80s, I believe. I can't remember what the song is, but um, yeah, yeah, I got it one here. It's, where, um... There's what's the song? Sorry. Uh, King of the Beats, Mantronics.
four cutties in a row and it's all like wah, 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 wah. Just, they're, they're just monstrous and then, then he does one he does one on a long board on a tiny wave as well it's just wah, mental and, and there's a bit I, I tried to edit it and to slow it down I was going to try and maybe post it because it's he, there's a section where he's just racing the section and you know his, his hand jive stuff is just next level but there's a bit where his backhand it does like like a little um circle like he's it's i can't describe it it's like he's uh thing or not i don't think so it's like he's like a conducting an orchestra or something it's it's awesome there's also Um, there's also one quite weird little bit in the clip where he is obviously in a contest on like a one foot wave and he does about 873 top turns on his back back they just fast forward that bit yeah yeah yeah, I think he he definitely was suited to more powerful waves, wasn't he? I mean, oh, man, I think he probably did get frustrated with the contest scene. And as as a Matt Warshaw pointed out, he only he, he retired at like twenty three or something. Do you uh, ever see him out your out the Zach? Yeah, yeah, he, he's funny. He, he um he does live. I think near you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see him walking the dog every now and then. He's got a Labrador like us, so that's uh. Uh, you know, we sort of just nod. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's uh, super friendly, but I, I, I don't know him as such. But um, he only seems to go out on the good days. Right. Probably similar yeah. to his, what we're saying. I don't think he loves surfing crap. No. But when you, go, when you see him on a good day, it's, the magic is definitely still there. And that, that style and the... Whew, yeah, he, he rides pretty wide and sort of solid boards as you could imagine and, and definitely has no trouble well he's still throwing he, it about I mean, he, he was obviously a a, a bit of a, an adonis back in the day but he's probably still a, a unit isn't he yeah yeah i mean him and his sons they're all just they're carbon copies they're um yeah pretty uh adonis like which is uh fits, they, fits they, all, the, uh, they all surf really well right oh for sure they want or this yeah uh Four, I think, four of them. Oh, there's, uh, oh, wow. there's a, there's a, I think, an even split of goofy and natural. Uh, yeah, yeah all, all slightly different styles, but all just, yeah, the talent is is definitely uh, being handed down to the next generation. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> whew, yeah, that's well, love, well, love right there. Well, yeah. Yeah. well we've we've uh, we've nailed it. Well, we, we can um, we can stop. We've. 10 minutes it's a, it's a record um yeah. well so how do you want to approach the love the love episode um, well well have you got uh, i've i've got a little um bit of greek mythology that could kind of uh get us going or uh, unless you've got the only it's the only way to start that's for sure <laughs> well this all start my slight interest in Greek mythology was peaked when I, I think I mentioned I was watching that Tom Curran YouTube thing um, for the Tom Curran episode and it was called Thalassa. And I didn't even know what that meant. So I looked it up and it's, it's some sort of Greek sea God or goddess. And so, you know, as, as Google does, I kind of went down a bit of a, a Greek uh, rabbit hole and, um, so what I, what I discovered was 
just the the ocean has definitely got a place in in mythology and and love and feminine energy kind of comes out of it i think it's kind of surf related so this is my kind of drunk history take on um <laughs> greek mythology in the uh what we call the the love side of things so this is as far as i know it so basically it all basically started with gaia mother earth yep. you know so she had a son called uranus and no giggling no, and absolutely no. and as as greeks do they also became lovers so son and mother became lover yeah and they had heaps of sons and daughters and they were called the titans you know but but uh, uranus was was unhappy with the kids and um a guy got the shits with him so she got one of her sons to i think it was Kronos to basically castrate uranus and got like a ram's horn or something so cut cut poor uranus's uh uh bits off and threw them into the ocean and so this is where it gets interesting so so the the genitals floating around the ocean caused all this foam to come up and sitting in one of the gods as it would that's right so it was it must have been an onshore day well and don't don't, Um, we're talking we're talking a god's package here as well yeah, yeah. So I think this is probably where our surface obsession with Cajonis comes from. <laughs> um, anyway, so so the resulting foam impregnates Thalassa, the, the sea god, and she gives birth to Venus. Now, you, you've obviously seen the, the famous uh, painting, Birth of Venus, and, and that's obviously one of the first ever recorded uh, surf... Um, posters i suppose yeah 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 Um, you know she's she's riding a pretty pretty con convex i suppose v-bottom channel bottom clamshell yeah well she it's it full-on channels i mean it's like uh yeah you'd have to say it was a you know burn was inspired by venus's (laughs) uh clamshell channel bottom um uh spoon innovation a spoon a spoon very good uh so anyway yeah so venus in in uh, is uh is i think roman and aphrodite is greek same yeah they're interchangeable so yeah venus the god of love um was was spawned uh, the the universe's first surfer yeah pretty much and and so yeah and, and i think and, and interestingly, the 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 Greek the Greeks obviously venerated um, Venus, but there were different kinds of Venus. There was Venus uh, Babata, which was bearded Venus. So, is so that Venus Africa, could is be that Africa Bambata's. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know, it was a primitive. Uh, v- Venus v- Venus uh, not only the first surfer, but the first. Um, uh first electro um goddess hmm. well, the 808 drum machine has its roots in deep <laughs> within back. greek culture Way back. um yeah yeah so basically venus barbato is a bearded version of venus a male bearded so that sort of brought to mind say a, a jack o'neill style person or a yep. your typical bearded hipster surfer and there's also venus calva which is bald venus 
uh, which is obviously Kelly Slater. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Or musically Michael Stipe, because I. Have I, have I told you about my conspiracy theory? I, I actually think Michael Stipe and Kelly Slater are the same person. Michael Stipe. And I think that I'd rather spend some time with Michael Stipe than Kelly Slater. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Well, you've never seen them both together. I'll put it to you. To wow. you. There may um, well be Im- images out there. Kelly Kelly seems to um, to know a lot of, uh, a lot of celebs, A-list, A-listers. Uh, yeah, yeah man, that, so that, that's epic. Yeah, and so I mean, the whole Venus thing obviously brings in brings to mind. Obviously, the first thing I think of when I think of Venus is Banana Rama, and that <laughs> I think we you asked me ages ago who I had if I had any crushes back when I was a kid. And I couldn't really think of any, but I can't believe I didn't think of Banana Rama because which which oof. which one that was it was it? I, I don't. I didn't really care. It was they're all. Well, I can't I, even distinguish I, them. I, I had a crush on the, on not the not Siobhan who was married to. Oh Dave, yes, Dave Stewart, not the blonde one, the other the other one, the brunette. Uh, okay, I fancied her. But having said that, I think we may have we may have talked about this already. But nothing came past um, whatever the 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 dark haired girl in uh, Human League. Oof. Oh, okay. She was she was the one for you. Oh, mate, she was fair enough. Um, just a, anyway, just a complete aside. Um, we had this conversation on our uh, little surf uh, group, as you will know. Um, mm-hmm. And um, you mentioning cojones uh, because in you know Aussie vernacular they're plums. In mm-hmm. uh, Portuguese vernacular they are tomatoes, and in Spanish ah. vernacular they're eggs. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, if you've got if you've got balls in Spain, you you've got some heavy huevos. Oh, there you uh, go. And and in Portuguese, you, if you've got balls, you got tomach. Tomach. As, as you well know, in 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 Aussie, uh, you know, mate, he's got a, he's got some fucking plums on him. That boy. Eh? Oh, you've almost got a whole breakfast right there, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm sure if you went further around the world, there would be more uh, uh, food substitutes for um, the testicles. For sure. Yeah. For um, sure. So I hope that made sense, my little lesson no, in Greek mate, mythology. That was, but... that, that was exactly how I like my Greek mythology. Um, yeah. Definitely. Incoherent yeah. and... Well, no, yeah. under- understandable and uh, and and relatable. Oh, good. And and ending up with Kelly Slater. I think most <laughs> Greek mythology you'll end up Michael Stipe. Michael Stipe. Yeah, or Stipey. <laughs> uh, I guess Brian. Eno. So would... you could call Brian Eno a. Uh, uh, that's he. He could be there as well. Yeah. Well, in the might have to do this in another episode, but I do have a conspiracy theory about Brian Eno as well. I, I think he is the same person as George Greeno. Ooh, Brian Greeno. Brian Greeno. There's George yeah. Greeno. The truth is out there, and it will um yeah. But I well, I think I've wasted enough airtime um, ranting. Eno and Greeno. Uh, well, they rhyme, so that's that's one thing. Well, Eno and Greeno could you could imagine um, Eno kind of 
twiddling the knobs on many banks of synthesizers while Greeno, you know, shapes all sorts of weird and wonderful mm-hmm. water watercraft. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Maybe they've never been seen in public together either. I'm sure they haven't. <laughs> um, <laughs> so enough of my enough of my crazy rantings. What's your take on love? I mean, there's. Well, um, where do you start? And look, I mean, you know, love is love is complex. Love is uh, as, <laughs> as every uh, artist struggling and otherwise has um, tried to define over eons. Um, yeah, it's a, it's an undefinable thing. But uh, I mean, in, I personally, in terms of surfing, I think it's it's easy to define in very for me bite-sized very small bite-sized chunks because um it's i i think that it's like getting tubed right now we've talked about this loads of times and we've talked about the fact that you and i probably both don't get tubed probably in the right way or we're not we're not doing it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, or but you know, when you do get tubed and you love it so much, but it's so fleeting, and then you want more yeah. of it, but then you cannot. It's hard to remember what it was like, even though you just had it like a minute ago yeah. or five minutes ago, or and you know. Yeah. So I guess love on the whole is that there's a kind of analogy to be made there that the, the tube is something that is undefinable um even when you're it's as fleeting. close to it as possible and and i mean you know everybody says that uh, it's a cliche you know time stands still in the tube and all this kind of stuff um particularly if you've got your eyes shut <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly you know the, the amount of times particularly when i was younger i think i've got over it but i, I might i may well be wrong but the amount of times i came out of probably very small and very short tubes and notice that my eyes were completely closed. Um, that was kind of oh. schoolboy era. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just so fleeting too, isn't it? And I, and I think the tube is a funny one in that. I mean, we all love to be, especially I think surfers. We're all a bit vain, I suppose. And if we do happen to do something well, and somebody sees it, it's just oh uh it's a bonus right. but i find i find too if i get a what i think's a tube i i do like someone to see it and tell me about it only because i haven't probably experienced it myself like you said i probably have my eyes closed uh, so if someone says oh that was a pretty good tube or that was whatever you go it it, it actually confirms that it happened if no, you know what i mean really. and, and it's not an ego thing so much although that that does that is good but i mean we look uh, it's also we we all we all uh whether we like to admit it or not ego plays a large part in in all of our existence and i'm sure that the uh i'm sure that the greeks could tell us all a lot about that um uh but yeah i mean we we just have to we just have to take it as as given as take it for, for granted that um the the tube is we're going to find as we go through all the emotions and we go through all the podcasts uh, that the tube is definitely a metaphor for, for many, many things, but um, it's for me, at least it's, 
<clears throat> it is the one love. It's it's Bob Marley's one love of uh, of surfing. If 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 everything else was taken away, you know, what would you be left with? Well, I'd take I'd take the tube over everything else. I'm I'm not sure. Um, if you, yeah, yeah. You, you got uh, You'd have to say that, wouldn't you? I think so. But I, do, I, I think I've, I have said it before, and I, I think it's true that we had, we, we had that. Uh, I, we talked about uh, Pete Taplin, the South Coast legend, um, yep. his barrel at 62 years old. And the joy and love I think you experience watching someone get barreled, it's pretty it's pretty good. Well, and, um, and, and in fact, in my, in my list of, of love, surf love things, which I will... Um, uh, I'll rattle off to you in a second. Um, that's one thing. And can I just say before I rattle this this thing off, um, <clears throat> contrary to surfing and its fleetingness in terms of yeah. being able to define it in love, I do find that music has a, a lot longer staying power. I mean, it, we've talked about this in some ways already. It's just yeah. the fact that it's more, I guess it's more accessible. It's, it's on tap. Yeah. You, well, especially now, you've everything's at your fingertips. You can listen to things a zillion times, and unless you've got a, a, a you know, unless unless you are uh, own a, a surf pool, um, uh, surfing itself is is such a fleeting um, pursuit that uh, yeah, the music surf dichotomy is is quite a quite an interesting one, really. Oh, for sure. Um... Um, but yeah, going back to the um, the getting a barrel, right? So I, I wrote oh, yeah. in in my long list of things. I've just moved it, and I'll just say these. So getting a barrel, I love yeah. getting a barrel. I love getting a barrel in front of anyone. <laughs> I love getting a barrel in front of a mate, and I especially love getting a barrel in front of a grumpy cunt. How about how about all of those at once? Right. <laughs> well, yeah, we're, we're, plus, we're, plus a cameraman. <laughs> yeah, but there or is woman. something really good about getting barreled in front of someone that you don't like. <laughs> they won't acknowledge it though. That's got to be the best just... thing, actually. <laughs> There's the love and hate. The, the love and hate, that's, yeah, together. It's so good. Uh, wow. So, um, well, how about I just go through my list? What do you reckon? Yeah, 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 go for it. Okay, so I, I actually had at the beginning, I, um, I love obsession. Um, and I think that surfing and music are um, an obsession. Uh, if you practice, if you do, do them, um, if you uh, enjoy them, if you are, a, uh, you know, if your life revolves around them uh it's definitely obsession and i think it's um it's, it's both a healthy and unhealthy obsession and there's nothing wrong with it as far as i can go yeah um childishness i love childishness um and i think that surfing if you if it's done right um brings out the the most childish uh aspects of people in a, in a good way and uh, maybe i That's should good. say sorry I know there is a difference between childish and childlike. Uh -huh. I never really bought into that too much. When I say childish, I mean going back to being a child. Um, I don't the mean sim simple because yeah, being childish is uh, it, uh, it's only kind of connotates with 
brattiness or petulance or, yeah. or whatever. But no, I, I think it, you know, the, the very fact that when you're out in the surf, it's actually socially um, uh, accepted to just scream and hoot and, you know, laugh and, you know, when it's those, funny, those isn't days, it? Yeah. Days when it's absolutely pumping and everybody's hooting everyone. I mean, that's pretty childish, isn't it? Or childlike. Uh, it, that's true. I've actually never thought of that, but it, it's true. Like you, the things you sort of do and say when you're out in the surf, you wouldn't get away with as a, as an adult on dry land, would you? Like well, you would, but people would just think you're a bit a bit nutty. A bit, yeah, I suppose. But even just yeah, just some of the things you like, you know, just splashing water at your mate for whatever reason, just for fun, or, or just uh, throwing a bit of seaweed at someone, or yeah, or pulling, you know, it's all just pulling their leg rope or pu- pushing them off their board, or uh, or like you said, just the hooting and the yeah, that, I like that. Yeah, I never, I never thought of it that way. Or doing um, doing as I did with um, uh, good mate and loyal listener DJ Omen and dropping in on him at restaurants and. Um, <laughs> Uh, me thinking it was very funny and him thinking it was not very funny. <laughs> Typical <laughs> playground uh, shenanigans there. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. But I think too, like to go even deep with the child like uh, aspect of it is that uh, I think we do lose as adults that just the wonder of a child. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you're a kid, even the, a small thing becomes a, a, an object of wonder and we lose that as adults and I, I think part of it is just through necessity where we have to just deal with all all the adult things in life you know um so it does help to to get back into the water as much as we can to to capture that I oh think. no 100 and it you know and it, and it um it it does allow us a, a look into the childlike childish dimension i think um yeah because you you can't help but wonder when you see reeling barrels spitting in your face yeah <laughs> right I'm what, yeah going on my, uh, so I, I thought you were going to say something uh, on top of that so i wonder how you actually ride a barrel that's a different <laughs> type of wonder yeah. with your eyes closed <clears throat> um <laughs> Um, okay, I love wet wetsuits. I love. Oh, do you? Yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's a, it's a, it's just a, uh, it's a challenge that needs to be, it needs to be overcome. I, when I say wet wetsuits, I hate, I hate. There's two types of wet wetsuit. There's the wet wetsuit that you've washed and cleaned, oh. but it still hasn't dried. Okay. And wet wetsuit, which you took off a few hours ago, and now you've got to put back on. Now, yeah, the latter That's... I don't like. Okay, um, the cold wet wetsuit. But a wet wetsuit that I have, you know, washed out in in uh, in fresh water, and it just hasn't had time to dry. I can handle that. I quite like it. It's a challenge, especially if it's cold. Uh, okay. Okay. Wow. No, I'm a. Uh... <coughs> um, I don't know. Uh, <coughs> okay. All right, uh, salty. Ah, that actually another. Um, <coughs> excuse me, another fr- food that is a substitute for cojones is figs, right? Figs, <coughs> nice. Mm. So I love mm. salty figs. <laughs> <laughs> so 
salty pigs. Yeah. Uh, leg nice. ropes. Homegrown. <laughs> leg ropes that last for 15 years. Nice. I like that. Mm. Um, not pissing in my wetsuit. We, we have some differences here. I know, I know. And um, I'm, sure that, I'm sure that most of the uh, loyal listenership of um, <clears throat> we won't give won't, we won't give exact numbers. Um, will <clears throat> excuse me disagree with me uh, profusely and vehemently. Yep. Um, you are the you are the sting of wetsuit urination. You can <laughs> go for hours without doing it. Um, wow. An, okay. I love an organized surf bag. Ah, oh. <laughs> just uh, the wax, the, the comb, wax, the fins, the leggies, um, the the sun cream, the surf keys, everything the nice key. in its in its place, clean and ready to go. Do you have spare those little spare screws for the fins? Uh, yeah, I, I have a few of those. Um, I've wow. always. I mean, as, as we talked about last episode, I'm always driving to the surf. So I've always got three or four leg ropes, uh, boots, hood, four, three blocks of wax, wax comb, uh, spare bloody, wow. uh, spare, what do you call it? Spare tie thingy bits, leg rope tie thing. I was going to say, yeah, I can never find those things. <laughs> Uh, have you ever gone into a shop and bought one sorry have you ever bought one of those things i'm always just stealing them off other boards um on my Uh, own boards no i can't imagine that i have no i think i I don't even know what they're called i've I've made a couple i mean fortunately unfortunately in portugal um and spain and france you can generally find along with dead um farmyard animals um you can usually find a bit of uh you know rope rope that's come off a fishing vessel that you can always fashion a uh fashion something out of it in a, in, a, in desperation <clears throat> yeah I, the detrius uh in in europe is a bit scary i remember i was out uh out at your home break where the tubes can be uh quite super super uh and I almost got caught up in a, a fishing line. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I and I didn't think about it at the time because it just kind of wrapped around my leg and my leggy. And I and I got caught for a little bit, but then I just unhooked myself. But I thought that could have turned very nasty very quickly because if I'd got properly caught, I would have been underwater uh, and, and not been able to get true. out. It's not like um, it's so it's pretty scary. Much. And that was sitting there floating there for couple of days i think i had a boy yeah, up near yeah, it's not, not that's it's scary not. stuff when you think about it, it really is and no, don't love that no no don't, don't love that not love uh quivers how's your love list <laughs> rivers quivers oh, i thought it said rivers quivers oh my god yeah did you see that quiver of uh of old mates the other day that um in that in is, our is that christos yeah um you've, uh, you've dug is- out some oh. You've dug out some hardcore legends to join our our kind of little uh, chat group. That that that's incredible. You've got yeah, Christo with be... a quiver of gold, and I'd love to see a, a boogie board in a quiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't uh, mention I mean, that. a couple of those twenties look pretty fucking mad. Oh, it's like a morning of the earth style twenty there. I think I saw a couple of mid, um, a long board, 
uh, a kind of altern alternate like alternative shortboard, a booger, and mm. yeah, helping yeah. quiver. So yeah, quivers. <clears throat> Got a lot. Quivers are good. Yeah. <clears throat> and speaking of quivers, um, uh, person gotta love a personal shaper oh yeah you i might have to um I, i've i've um i took delivery as you know of my new board and i, I had to yes i had to be unfaithful to uh our my usual shaper and our um much loved sponsor of the show um hayden mm -hmm. lewis thanks for the wax um uh, but due to COVID and everything else um i've gone local and yeah yep. just discovered a bloody good young shaper who's uh you know making good stuff and you know it, it, it's just such a nice feeling to be able to uh, get someone to craft you uh your own machine mm. it is quite nice isn't it and it's it's a pretty rare thing to have something handmade for you these days um yeah exactly. what what has have you ridden that board? It looks looks no, awesome. No, no, it does look awesome. Um, <clears throat> we had another lockdown this weekend, and it, whoa, the surf oh, the surf wasn't that good. Uh, okay. But tomorrow morning's looking a, it'll it looking like it's going to be three foot offshore and oh. a, a very nice way to uh, break in the seven foot um, mid length. Wow. Mm. I'm very excited. How, how, uh, speaking of love, do you, do you love <clears throat> the smell of a new board? Oh, <clears throat> everything about it. Everything. Well, I sh actually, I should put, should have put that on my list. I love waxing up a new board as well. Oh, oh. yeah, so good. I oh, just feeling it. Just the whole, the whole, the whole <laughs> just sen holding it. The whole sensory <laughs> overload of, uh, of yeah. a new board. <clears throat> and uh, you know, I try, I try to keep my boards in good nick. So. Um, as I said in the last episode, uh, most most dings tend to happen outside the surf. So that's oh, for sure. To worry about. Yeah. Um, uh, what about you? Sorry, I, I'm, I've got oh, stuff here. I think you should just keep going down your list. I'm loving. Okay. I'm loving the list. Just okay. Keep going. I love surf prediction and all of its uh, all of the things that it entails and the, the mistakes that you can make. Um, yeah. But it's. It's pretty cool being able to uh, be aware of your surroundings a little bit more. I do feel that we as kind of hardcore surfers, we know a lot more about the weather and where it's coming from and what it's doing and what it's going to be oh, doing. Sure. And I think that's a pretty interesting an interesting thing. I do feel lost when I'm away from the coast because that all of that kind of knowledge and uh, uh, insight I just get completely disoriented. <laughs> so <clears throat> I try not to think about the weather too much when, when, when away from the coast. Um, Interesting. <clears throat> but uh, yeah. Um, surf stories, obviously. Um, we, we talk about them every, every week ish every yeah. month on this uh, little podcast and, you know, they're integral to our uh, existence as, as surfers. And I mean, as humans, and I think that, storytelling is is something that is disappearing um in this kind of soundbite uh existence and the, the 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 surf story is a good one because it's it's ripe for uh <coughs> exploitation and um uh, and abuse <laughs> yeah uh no, i love a good surf story i think i've i'm definitely guilty for not sitting down and reading 
a good story, even even a, a sort of a, a, a semi short piece. Uh, I, I still remember this surf magazine sort of it was called it was by I think it was either tracks or one of those back in the day they used to do this a big wave special oh yeah and they'd have stories of big waves uh, by different surfers and it would always terrify me because they're but it'd be interesting now to compare it because they were, this is pre tow in pre huge wave surfing I suppose you know Waimea was the place back then I suppose um, but it used to just terrify me reading some of these stories, but but so captivating, you know. Um, there was an epi- there was yeah. an episode, there was an edition of um, White Horses. I think it's is that White. Oh Horses? yeah, and yeah, that yeah that's a great mag. Was I don't think it was necessarily about big waves, but it was each, you know, it had a, a host of different people from all all kind of walks of the surfing existence, all corners, and um, they each told a surf story. I'd love. I'm, I'm yeah. sure I might have it somewhere. And there's fucking there's okay. rip, rip snorting yarns. It's uh, it's just a bloody good a bloody good idea, you know. Yeah, maybe we should uh, have a few little story little story time. Yeah, no, um, I think that's a bloody good idea. Uh, getting I, tubed. Getting sorry. Getting tubed. I love. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wow. think we talked about that. Race track Ulus. That that was after having oh. watched the. Uh, uh, the Neil Purchase thing, but um, yeah, wow. Uh, I don't think many things can beat um, an afternoon at racetracks on a low tide, offshore, sun going down. Just uh, there's something there is there is something magic, even even if it's crowded, even if it's you know. The, yeah, the, the, there's a, a circus going on um, on the. It's all uh, part of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but it's just uh, there's just something magical about it, and of course, I mean the, the waves are just, you know, as long as you, as long as you've got a little bit of uh, get up and go, it's pretty impossible not to get barreled or not to just have, uh, just having long waves. I know you, we talked about this last week with oh. your trip to the river mouth, but just really nice long waves just there's something else something else oh it's such a nice feeling to know you you know i suppose you have your fair share of short and sweet waves yeah yeah lots but to have that luxury to to stand up and give your feet a little bit of a a wiggle and get them in just the right spot to know you've got the time to do that before you then start trying to turn or whatever and just knowing it's not going to close out in five seconds time yeah it's such a good feeling isn't it and oh, you're in warm yeah. water yeah yeah i think i, I really reading, and miss- also because they because at a place like racetracks you've got you know you've and and in and any point break I, I, i'm you know all is a point break i guess um at any point break you've got the whole you know there's there's ones that break further up the point there's the wide yep. ones there's the ones where you know um they kind of double up on the ledge there's there's so many different types of waves and of course because there are so many different types of waves you if you're in the right spot you can get lots of waves i mean lots yeah because you know you, you can there's always that chance you're going to get one when you're paddling back out exactly yeah that's yeah but that, that's because yeah, i one of my loves I was going to talk about was a similar thing is uh, just a whole 
pretty much a love would be a, the perfect day in Indo. And, and that would involve, you know, a lazy breakfast, a surf somewhere like uh, for me, I, I've had my best surfs in, in Indo or just the Bali at least out, out at Bingen. Yep. So a good surf out there, a couple of bar- easy barrels, which for, as we talked about, we're not the, the most talented barrel riders, but uh, that's a place where you can actually well, easily get barreled. Trail, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, even if it's crowded, you, you know, you're going to get a few. Yeah. And then coming in, feeling that surfed out feeling, which is a, a love in itself. Oh, yeah. That's a, it's a money. And then <laughs> the fact I can surf in board shorts without actually getting cold. Yep. And then just having a, a bintang and a nazi goring and having a bit of a, a chin wag about the, the surf and then yep. maybe finish it off with a, uh, a massage or something like that. Yeah, I mean, then, mate, I mean and then a, if, if it's still got some uh, energy, go out because it'll for the Arvo be, sesh. It'll still be pumping on the late session, right? Yeah. yeah oh, so I, does it get does, does it get no, better than I that? Totally agree with totally agree with you. There is um, Indo magic. There's there's nothing like it. Not you know, I, I can't say I've travelled that extensively in the tropics, but I've surfed you know Fiji, surfed Indo um in number of places in indo uh and yeah that's indo still has some sort of um there, there is some kind of magic 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 vibe sure for sure and even in bali yeah i mean despite the hype and despite the fact that it's changed so radically and whatever there's something magical about just being in bali it's still pretty cool if you if you if you got you know there's a few old haunts that you can still go to that a fairly yeah. unchanged and you've you know you've only got to go to the original poppies for dinner and um you know it's i'm sure it's not hugely different than it was 30 years ago um no that's right um and i think well, well i think too it's just that the surf, the surf breaks themselves it's pretty hard to wreck them with but that yep. um that has been managed with with marinas and things like that but you can't change that and like the it's almost like going to a cathedral like you know to go to say ulu's and walk through the cave and paddle out there's some uh do you know what i'm saying like no, no, there's some surf breaks that have a just it's an a, almost experience sacred kind of feel to them well and also there's um, many breaks where it's such an amphitheater as well because you've got all these people sitting at all the warungs um, for sure stages of the day some of them are surfed out some of them are pissed up some of them are just hanging out you know uh yep some of them are partying up at the single fin and it's it's yeah and ev- but everybody's looking out to the surf <laughs> yeah out to the ocean yeah it's pretty <laughs> pretty cool i want to go back now <laughs> um what else you got in your list okay i'm Keep going <laughs> We I just kind of realized we haven't even talked about music yet. Um, uh, uh, thinking only oh. about surf, uh, learning about surfing. Um, ah. I, I don't know about that one. Um, <laughs> lineup, <laughs> lineup politics, I think, is I like uh, that. It's very funny. Um, having verbal altercations in the surf. I, I oh, you like, like that? Yeah, I do. Um, as long as it doesn't lead anywhere sinister. Um, I don't. I don't mind having a bit of 
bit of to and fro with with a with a fucking idiot um or that's the other person might be saying the same thing about me um wetsuits oh yes <laughs> especially wetsuits that are now just so much better than the wetsuits of our youth they're, they're just incredible yeah um, wetsuit technology now is just oh i mean the other so day good. when the other day when i surfed for whatever it was five and a half hours and uh i was in my five four with a hood and i i mean it was two surfs i surfed for almost six hours but two two long sessions Oof. and um i was toasty just absolutely toasty and the water was fucking freezing so um yeah that's that's pretty good isn't it yeah yeah um I still remember because most of my childhood, and I'm sure you're the same. I had pretty shitty wetsuits when I was a kid, and um, skins, surf skins. It wasn't until I was probably like 20 or something that I bought my first wetsuit with sealed steamer with sealed seams. Yeah, uh, that actually didn't let the water in. I, I still remember jumping in the water with this thing. Just ah. Oh, it was it was Mind magic. So this this has changed my life. Um, well, and 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 twenty something years later, it's certainly evolved into into something that's. Oh, and I'm sure that was incredible. wasn't that great. My, that first surf skins spring suit that I had, um, surf skins. it was it was oh. like putting a fucking piece of sandpaper on. <laughs> Mate, it, yeah, it was wrong. It was, so, it yeah. was stiff, stiff as a board and just uh, raspy and uh, horrible, horrible. Yeah. Um, rock offs. Oh, a good rock off or a bad a rock one, off. A good rock off, not a bad rock off. But the the successfully um, completed rock off is quite satisfying. A, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a rewarding experience. Um, Yes, not not the one where you uh, get pushed back, get smashed, in, in smashed on the uh, on the <laughs> at the feet of, the uh, of other people, or or, or worse, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, being a, in being in position. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Wow. How? Yeah. What What do you mean? Just just that satisfying feeling yeah. of. Yeah, being in the right spot exactly right yeah yeah oh, how good is it i mean obviously when it works not not when you're in position and like what we talked about last time you either <laughs> fail to get the wave or you completely kook it up or or whatever else but yeah just yeah just that bit of um like i mean it happens very rarely but those occasional ones where you're just so in position that you literally just have to Put your pinky yep. in the water and give a little stroke, and you're on the wave already. Oh. You know? Do you mean being in position as, as just being in the right spot for the wave, or being in position uh, to get waves when it's crowded? Do you know what I mean? Uh, like, or both. Both. I I had I actually had the next one from that is being being experienced in a lineup. Ah, yeah, it is good, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, experienced. How enough, about experienced enough to 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 not have people look at you and think that you're a complete fucking barnacle, you know? <laughs> uh, how about being out of position, but the guy falls off and you're oh. instantly in, like it's the Steve Bradbury of surfing. I did that yeah. the other day. So no, that's good. Oh, that, that's I even better it. probably. Cause that's you. There got a bit of shade in Freud in there as well. Well, no, that's cool. Um, but there are, there are 
there are people that kind of get my goat a little bit who are the guys who are always hovering and oh yes oh and and, and they're all you know they're very willing to kind of pressure you into making a mistake so that they can yes yes that 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 we sort of talked about the hate thing because i hate that too when when you know it's your wave everyone there's no doubt it's your wave but there's that guy who is almost resenting that you're in position and they're not yeah and they try and vibe you out yeah and i must say i i am easily vibed out <laughs> if, it's like, <laughs> the, if the other surfer is good and the and the wave is good the pressure can be uh can be quite intense to not, not fuck pressure. it up <laughs> no, it's annoying. Um, yeah but i uh, talk about being a position i i, I definitely think um I, I try and tell you know my kids uh and 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 people who are willing to who want to talk about it is the the how important it is to to triangulate your position in the surf oh yeah and, yeah nice and I, I don't think enough people do it and i've because i've had times where say for example i've surfed trestles a little bit and love surfing it but it gets super crowded you know yeah. to the point i've surfed it i've been out there where i've thought well i literally can't get a wave yeah. at all and that and for you know that's pretty rare even on a crowded day you know you're going to get something but at one point i thought i'm literally not going to get anything but even there if you because I, I i'd look back and there's like some uh portaloo things you know those portable toilets and you can line them up with the freeway telegraph poles or something and if you sit on that spot what happens is you, the whole pack sometimes just drifts sideways off the peak yeah. and because well, they're all sitting together as the swell they don't notice the swell is pushing yeah from the mouth or whatever if everybody as a pack starts drifting they don't you don't notice because your relative position hasn't changed to the person sitting next to you and I've got a few times, even in trestles with a hundred guys out, I've been sitting in the right spot and no one else is there. And that is, that's a pretty good feeling. Um, doesn't happen very often because it, it's only those few moments where the whole pack just doesn't twig that they've drifted, you know? Well, actually, and um, you should have put this in the, maybe in the hate episode, but um, uh, well, maybe it's love. I don't know. Um, a real folly is to start having a long conversation with someone in the surf because you're guaranteed to look yep. up two minutes later and you're just way out of position. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, especially if you're actually yeah, I... engaged in conversation, it's just like, no, yeah. it's a recipe for a positional disaster. Yep. For sure. For sure. Um, all right, I, got? I got, I got three, three more. Okay, backdoor bazzers. Backdoor bazzers. Especially those ones when, you know, those ones where, I mean, maybe it's not not the biggest barrel, it's not your big gaping kind of barrel, but those ones where you can literally take off into the barrel. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. There's something really, there's something so nice about that. Well, being in, as I spoke about, being in, you can do that. Yeah. It's just such a nice feeling. And, well, it's taken me a lot. You know, I'm a very slow learner with a lot of things um, in love and life, but um, <laughs> surfing definitely. Um, and it's only it's I've only just really realised how much easier it is to take off behind the peak 
to get barreled or yeah, even just right. to get the wave. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until I watched this, this, I don't know if you've heard of Brett Barley. Is it Brett Barley? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a, East uh, East Coast American surf. He's a bit of like he's kind of a bit of a cheesy he's got guy. A, he's got a vlog, but he he does he did this thing on how to get barreled basically on kind of a framey style waves, and right. he, he he explained really well how much easier it is to take off behind the peak, and it and it makes sense when you think about it because you try and take off at the peak and you're just going to get pitched. Yeah, exactly. You take off too far on the shoulder, you just you're not going to get barreled because you're on the shoulder. Um and it, and he showed that it's actually easier to take off behind the peak. Uh there's no rush to get to your feet. You, and and so when you see really good surfers, that's what they're sometimes doing. Sometimes they're not they're not better <laughs> than you. They're just better at positioning themselves. Well and uh, and so it gives you hope. Think, oh, maybe I can Let's also face it; they're probably their um, their huevos might be a little bit harder. Yes, perhaps the eggs have have been hard boiled. Um, <laughs> hard boiled. <laughs> They've been in the boiling water for quite a long time. Emu eggs, perhaps, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, backdoor. All right, I'm going to have to watch that video because um, the my local. Uh, Yes. Oh, that, that, that definitely applies lumps, there, I reckon. Big lumps of, uh, of A-frame moving along there, and that, that definitely makes complete and utter sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, should watch oh, okay. it. I'll put um, a little... I'll, I'll, I'm going to say one more. Multiple bazzers. You... Gee. <clears throat> Are you... Well, Are you on the same wave? I, I can't say this happened very often, but I can say... <laughs> I can say that I, um, in the aforementioned day when I um, dropped in on my mate at restaurants, I also <laughs> did happen to get three barrels on one wave. No. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it wasn't huge. We surfed it in the morning and it was about four foot and just like mechanically perfect. Um, and then we surfed it in the, the same day in the afternoon and it was about eight to 10 foot. Um uh, but in the morning, um, yeah, it was just like, you know, stand there and just get barreled and barreled and barreled and barreled. So, yeah, no way. it's not something. Three, I, I, I don't think I've ever achieved the, the multiple barrel. I'm sure you've got two barrels on one way from sure. Yeah. Maybe. I think I, I well, my, my best ever backhand barrel when I was like 14 years old, so I still haven't beaten down <laughs> the South Coast. I kind of popped out and then came, went back in again. There you go, mate. Um, and then I turned away from God and haven't been barreled on my backhand since. So <laughs> you got, you got um, expelled from the mm -hmm. uh, Christian surface. I got spat out. Barrel, barrel. Always in my. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, well, actually, I did have one more, which was traveling for waves. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, the, the journey. Yeah, the journey. Yeah, the anticipation. What, what do you think? How about the in bed knowing the swell's going to be kind of good the next day, like having that sleep? It's kind of a bit, bit of a broken it, sleep knowing there's going to no, be, you have, it's going to be pumping. Um, you know, back to the, uh, back to the uh, testicular metaphors. Your um, 
uh, your pair, I think, are, are a little bit um, a little bit more sturdy than my pair. So, um, if it's we're still not, talking small pairs, so don't. You know. <laughs> well, um, I saw you, mate. I saw a photo of, of um, not, nothing nothing pornographic, but of a very large board that you happened to buy this week. Oh my god! Yeah, we'll talk about being unfaithful to your um shaper to your shaper yeah I, <laughs> to be honest i've been unfaithful before but um yeah no this thing looks pretty good yeah the, um, amazing. um yeah no i agree uh, the, the anticipation thing is beautiful it's lovely it's absolutely for sure yeah um just well when it's, when it's big big that's anticipation mixed with lots of scariness so yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah i do get that yeah there's that there's that, i think you mentioned it before there's that sort of 4 a.m three to 4 a.m in the morning mm. you're it, it's never a good time to listen to your your inner voice because <laughs> no. it's usually of any, about anything oh that's right it's it's i think i've learned just to just to ignore it at that stage of the morning a lot of times surf wise i'll be I'll be shitting myself at three or four in the morning thinking, Oh my God, I don't, I don't want to go out. I don't want to, it's going to be too big. And uh, yeah. First time I surfed cloud break. I remember that it was the night before I was just what am, like questioning myself, but um, yeah, but the anticipation when you know, it's going to be good uh, and oh, not scary, good, about, scary, big. I don't know where you were staying, but um, we stayed on Nomoto and you get up and you, Oh, you could and hear it. Stretch and have a little bit of food. And then, you know, everyone moses on down and hops in the boat. And you, in the beautiful morning, you're cranking along towards cloud break. It's pretty magic. Um, mm. uh, I mean, obviously, I didn't, I didn't surf, probably surf cloud break about six to eight foot, no bigger than that. But um, uh, yeah, I, I think if it had been a 10 foot day, it would have been a whole different story, but um, yeah, I mean, far out. There's a lot. Of, it's a big playing field. That's for sure. There's a lot to be oh, scared, sure. scared about. <laughs> what a fear. Um, so how about, how about sort of just the love uh, I was thinking, you know, well, I, I mentioned Aphrodite. I think Aphrodite was in love with Adonis. I could be right. I could be wrong. Um, so who are the kind of the, who is the Aphrodites and Adonises of the surfing world? The, the, those couples, I suppose. Can you think of any? Well, I mean, they're love they're, couples. I think they've only, there's only been a few, hasn't there? I mean, there was Lane Beachley and Ken Bradshaw. Yeah. I mean, that was the one I thought. Of. I actually was out. I actually happened to be out in the surf in Hawaii when those two were out there, and it was it was um, there it was beautiful. <laughs> they were just they were both ripping. Um, I, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't call either Lane or um, Ken beautiful. In but um, I, maybe their love <laughs> transcends their uh, aesthetics. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but other couples, I don't know. Um, uh, Ellie and Pam. I don't know. Yeah, but Pam Anderson. Uh, she wasn't really a surfer. Did he ever surf? Nah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. How about how about um George, we haven't mentioned George, anything George Greeno and Brian Eno. <laughs> oh, that's that's beautiful. That's it. <laughs> well, that's beautiful because it's, it's that's the cross pollination of music and surf mm. right there. 
Yeah, well, I suppose well Lane is now uh, hooked up with uh, someone, the dude from NXS. So well, actually, so there you go. And so Lane and um, the dude from NXS. There was Kaipo and Madonna. Um, Aha. Uh-huh. And what about now we're getting uh, somewhere? Jamie Brissick and Kim Gordon. Oh, hey, now you're talking. Yeah. yeah. Um, how good's Kim Gordon's new song? Oh, yeah, um, is that? She she rocks. And the film clip. Oh yeah, my goodness. Um, well, that's song "Hungry I, Baby." I, um, well, that that's one of my loves of music is dancing, and that that girl's going freestyle in the She's car. Going mental. How good's yeah. that? So I'm good. I love Kim Gordon's little. I mean, Kim Gordon's little cameo. I always um, had, I always had a fear of um, dancing, and then I um, I know this is a massive cliche, but then um, took some ecstasy. And um, uh, my fear was, my fear disappeared. And now I just absolutely love cutting, cutting sick on the dance floor. And it doesn't matter what you look like because everyone looks either stupid or really cool. So um, you're either going to be one or the other. So just. just That's that's so good. I think we need to, you need to have some like uh, inspirational mugs made up or something you know like because you know like you know that dance like no one's watching (laughs) that kind of stuff you should just have i like dance like you've just dropped some eckies (laughs) because that dance like dance like people know that you're dancing like a fucking idiot but it doesn't matter yeah well because i find if i dance like no one's watching i'll be like oh hang on why is no one watching are they yeah, it, am i embarrassing or you know so <laughs> and if they are watching and it's like oh why are you watching me mm-hmm. i think just dance with your eyes closed and don't give a shit yeah no that's it, that's it. absolutely yeah. that's the best i do find a, i do need the right song to dance if if i can't i can't manufacture a good dance from a song i don't like if you know what i mean so the um the the music critic overpowers the um the animal dance instinct not not the critic so much it's just there's some there's a certain beat per minute i think i is uh i'm on my wavelength oh man maybe it's my long legs i don't know well, i, I remember know. going to a uh, was it it was like a hardcore techno rave and yeah just can't do it yeah i there's certain techno bush doof kind of techno I just you can almost get to that next level of beats per minute where you back into sync but (laughs) there's there's like drum and bass I find I just can't it's almost like a no I I can't get there I like listening to drum and bass um but right to to go and dance to it forget it forget it it's too hard no, and, and um, well, then then you got these things like Gabba. Have you heard Gabba? I think. I guess, oh, is that is that like a, a no? no I, I embarrass like, myself and guess like, what that is. It's like some Dutch hardcore techno that just is. I mean, it's it's oh. like taking the beats per minute to to just the most ridiculous ex- extremes. Yeah, I think I just love a good rock and roll song to dance to. I mean, uh, yeah. The dancing's a funny one, isn't it? Um, what have you got? Have you got a list of songs you love or, or bands? Because well, we have we haven't made no, too much in a way. I, mean, I wanted to. I kind of wanted to keep away from like naming specific things. And actually, mm. I, I've got 
I love a song that lasts two months. Ah, you mean it's that good? You'll listen to it for two months. Yep. And still be stoked on it. But but two months. And I've been listening to a song for the last two months, which I completely stumbled across. And it's, it's by a group, a, a, a duo from Cologne in Germany, Germany, called the nice. Pachanga Boys. Yeah, I've said that one. I've shared it on uh, on our music um, uh, group, uh, and it's called Time. And funnily enough, um, uh, DJ Omen sent me this article, um, which is just about this song, uh, in Vice magazine, and it's um, it's the article wow. is called. Pachanga Boy's time is proof we're the saddest, proudest creatures in the entire universe. So the song, the song, it's a, it's a, it's a house song that goes for 15 minutes. And uh, by the, by the end of the, the song, you've fully contemplated your whole life three to four times, possibly more depending on what drugs you've taken. <laughs> and there's this whole fucking amazing article about how this song um it gives a bit of background about the song um but then it has this it has this crazy stuff like um time may as well have been a collection of notes released by ominous yet benign futuristic wizards stationed on the edge of the universe crafting crafting comforting tech house for us mere mortals here on earth to enjoy uh, wow <laughs> um then and uh, and this is and then later it says then and only then do the ominous yet benign futuristic wizards that live on the end of the edge of the universe grace you with their message you hear a faint static on the intercom and an incredibly important yet completely indecipherable message rings out in your ears four words lost track of time and it goes through the whole song um telling you about how the different parts of this 15 minute epic uh, equate to uh, the mystical journey of of existence. It's fucking, it's incredible. I'll I'll send you a link to it and I'll. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and, and I've that I've just been shows pressing over wow. over this song. And on Saturday night, after a long day of work in the garden, I was dancing with my Bluetooth speaker. Me and my Bluetooth <laughs> speaker were dancing in the garden, <laughs> barefoot, and just mode to to time for fifteen minutes. Wow. I can imagine. I just picture you with your little Bluetooth speaker, sort of with your arms around it, sort of <laughs> serenading it. It's wow! Really, it's really good. You got to have to. You have to. You have to. Uh, listeners out there, you got to give it a go. I mean, this article just help, it makes it even better. Though a track so vast, extravagant, and ambitious that by the end of it, you you feel like you've listened to a mix rather than just one track. Yes, yet over the course of 15 minutes, you never lose interest. At times you may zone out and wonder whatever happened to your ex because you think you loved her and her hair always <laughs> smelled nice, but then you're back in the room again, soaking up the atmosphere like the complicated, sensitive sponge that you are. Wow, I, that's amazing. I, I have to listen to it properly. I think I, was, I listened to it while I was cooking dinner and I obviously wasn't, wasn't uh, paying attention. Um, I, I just love too how... You know, most songs, descriptions, uh, journalists will say something like, you know, it's like blah, blah, blah on acid. But I think with a lot of those kind of tracks, they, that's just a given, you know. Exactly. So, well, of course it's on acid, but it's like on acid plus something else. Yeah, no, uh, yeah that, that is so good. 
It's very, very, very cool. And I think that, um, uh, well, there, the, one more line from this last line from this article. Then as you drift along the melodies, as, as you drift along the melodies, a sudden burst of natural introspection occurs. You begin questioning not only yourself, but the very fabric of reality. And I mean, oh that, if, if music can't make you do that, then what's it all about really, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I mean music is just, you know, if surfing can um can make us think about existence i reckon music can do it even more so yeah oh well that's yeah so that's my that's my one song that i'm going to mention this um yeah well you've you've blown my mind basically um (laughs) well well, the only the only song i think i can i'm not going to top that but to get back to my um greek uh my little Greek goddess and god, god, anonymous guru. <laughs> you know me too well. Um, yes, anonymous guru. No, um, sorry, Demis Roussos. All of those. Oh, how good is Demis Roussos? Um, wow, we should just have a Greek episode. Absolutely, that'd be good. Now, I was thinking, um, Song to the Siren, this mortal oh. coil um because that that's obviously involving sirens and sort of mythical sea creatures and i i think if there's a song about love um and sort of forlornness in love what you can't beat sort of that why you know the lonely the lonely sailor out on the ocean getting drawn to uh to the sound of the of the sirens and the and the well, basically, I think basically the the notion is that the the sailor then sails towards the the voice and and gets shipwrecked on the rocks. Absolutely. Obviously, yeah. And there's a there's a beautiful line that just says, um, "Did I dream you dreamed about me? Were you here when I was full sail? Now my foolish boat is leaning, broken, lovelorn on your rocks." It's just such a beautiful, beautiful song. Mm. And I, I think it has got a bit of a surf, well, not surfing, but definitely the ocean and, and the waves definitely play a big part in the song. You know, it says, should I stand amid the breakers or should I lie with death, my bride? It's, um, it's, it's uh, tugs on the heartstrings. It, it's... I don't know the name of the singer from this mortal call, but she's got a hell of a voice, though, isn't she? Ethereal voice, and I, I didn't even realise that the song was written by um, Tim Buckley, Jeff Buckley's uh, old man. So no, I didn't know. It's pretty crazy. And it's um, almost one of those songs. It's almost a song I thought was almost couldn't have been written by a, a human, if you know what I mean. Well, actually, um, that's funny because I've I've actually got in one of my loves of music, and this is I I did write no after it. I love the music that artificial intelligence sends me. Oh, it's, wow. It's been sending me some okay. really, good mu- really good music lately, the AI. I mean, I, 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 I hate That's, it, but, yeah. then, but, and you have to be picky, but some of the stuff it's been sending me has been, like, it's been fucking good. That, that Pachanga Boys was sent to me by the AI. What? Oh, that's spooky, isn't it? And the irons. Um, what was that last bit? Sorry, I know. Don't mean Andy Irons. <laughs> um, yeah, 
it's weird, isn't it? Like, and there's also now, I think, I don't know if we talked about this before, but there's actually classical music that was written by AI. So no, you can no, listen no. to music. It's, and apparently even even kind of so-called uh, experts in, in classical music can't tell the difference. Um, no, it's, so scary. That, it's scary. That's a little bit scary. Um, but, yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, say. Uh, how about forbidden love I, I i i really like that concept of forbidden love because there's you know uh one of my favorite uh lou reed songs is um romeo and juliet um there's actually a really good spoken word version of that song right. um obviously die straight to a romeo and juliet but that you know the concept of the forbidden love between two to warring families in that case uh i was wondering you know like uh, in the surfing world you've got the boogie board and the surfer is that is that a forbidden love is there i think that's been is there, that um that's been bro- being broken down isn't it you've got all the, all mm, the drag the and that's got to be a good thing isn't it i mean it's yeah. almost like you know the barriers of um homophobia is being broken down in society which has got to be a good thing and maybe so maybe surfing. maybe forbidden love harks back to an era when people were a lot more conservative maybe maybe i mean you can't say that we're ever going to reach reach any, anywhere near peak evolution but it's certainly in terms of the society's view of um different uh, of, of its different members uh mm. it, it's got to be a lot better than uh, at any other time in, in in history, right? I mean, there are yeah. overcorrections, which of course, wokeness and um, uh, you know, yeah. the populism on on two different sides of the spectrum are uh, definitely uh, knee jerk, unnecessary knee jerk reactions. But um, I think if, if down down the middle, you've got a lot more acceptance um, on every level, acceptance of different surf craft acceptance of different musical styles um and you know that's mm-hmm. that's got to be love i think so <laughs> and good to see uh uh i think you know i think we kicked this off really with our <laughs> as males we should take credit for the uh attention drawn to the the female uh surfers in our one of our early episodes um now the movie Girls Can't Surf has, has definitely brought a lot of that to uh, the attention of the public. It's it's looking awesome what's yeah, going on good, out there. Good, uh, good reviews of that. So um, yeah. did you go and see it? I haven't seen it yet, no. But right. uh, Mrs. Bodger did, loved it. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, yeah. It's all good. Yeah, well, it's all we've, good. We've, we've gone way over our um our one hour mark, but that's um absolutely okay. Have you have you got any quiz questions? Oh, okay. Um, I've got three. This is okay. I've got I, I've got a couple. Um, okay. Do you, oh, you want to hit me with one? I've only got sort of one or two. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll hit you with one. Um, how many songs in the UK? Oh God! Since 1953, have gone to number one with the word "love" in the title. Oh my God! How did you do the research for this one? Um, since 1953, number yeah. ones in UK with the word "love" in the title. 
So, and I'll, I'll give you a clue. You can put it in. It, it, you have hundreds. to pick the nearest ten. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to say 150. Ooh, yeah. It's uh, it's actually 97. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, the first one was "Comes Along a Love" by K. Star <laughs> in 1953. Okay. And, and the most recent, um, "Savage Love." By Josh six eight five and Jason Derulo. Mm, I'm okay. sure. Have, having yep. said that, um, uh, not having said that, uh, one which I thought was very interesting in night only in 2019 went to number one. I love sausage rolls. I assume <laughs> that's a uh, the piss take. That an ACDC. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, Joan Jett. Uh, sorry, yeah. That one, yeah. I love, I love sausage rolls. Well, and of course, in a, in amongst those, there are some classics like "Tainted Love," uh, mm-hmm. "The Power of Love" by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Um, phew, you know, did um, "Love Will Tear Us Apart" get there? Probably didn't get Ooh, number one. Did no, it? probably didn't actually. Uh, well, I've got a, I've got a question um, yes. related to Joy Division and "Love Will." tear us apart mm-hmm. what song um was love will tear us apart a reaction to so there was a a, a song that they heard and was quite famous and they thought we're gonna do sort of the polar opposite of of that song Ooh. Uh, and heard at around the same time in the late 70s? Yeah, roughly, I think, yeah. Pro- probably so, a 70s song sort of thing. Uh, and was it a, 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 a British 70s song? Uh, I'm not sure. Basically, you think love will tear us apart. What's the opposite of that? Yeah, it's like sugar, sugar, honey, honey. Or, um, <laughs> love. Uh, I, I'll tell you the name of the band. Yeah. Captain and Tennille. Oh, God. No, no, no. Love will keep us together. Of course, love will keep us together. Oh, yeah, that's go. good. I love it. Love will tear us apart. Of course. Yeah. Oh, um, that's great. Love a bit of, absolutely love doy division. I'm starting to lose my mind. Okay, I've got another question for you. Uh, How many number one songs did the Beatles have with the word love in them? Uh, 30 <laughs> no nine nine oh. <laughs> including including love me number, do n- the number nine which was one week no sorry it wasn't number ones we, it, how many charts charts okay. they did a german version of she loves you which oh. week on the chart it's wow german language rendition of she loves you How's that? The brainchild German of the German division of EMI, hoping to score big in Deutschland. <laughs> I mean, I know I love you is Ich liebe dich, so it must be something this like that, hey? Sie liebe dich. Ah, beautiful. She loves Rolls you. off the tongue. Um, you know, uh, speaking of German versions, there's an awesome version of Heroes by David Bowie in um, German. Right. Yeah, well, from... Um, uh, now, is it... Was it Lou Reed or Iggy Pop who produced Heroes? Iggy Pop. Mm, uh, the three of them were I all. Brian Eno was involved, wasn't he? And well, George Greeno, of course. But, but, um, 
Uh, George Greeno shaped George, the microphones. <laughs> George Greeno was there for sure. Um, Bowie uh, and um, Iggy and Lou were kind yeah. of all hanging out together, probably sleeping with each other. Oh God, and yeah. Definitely taking about drugs that. in Berlin around that period, right? The Berlin period. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I, got one, I got one more. Um, okay. What's the surname of <laughs> of a uh, Hawaiian surfer whose first name is Love? The first, so, so say that again, I totally zoned out. What was that? There is a, a Hawaiian surfer who has competed uh, sporadically yep. in, in Hawaiian comps, like, you know, at, at sunset and stuff. And his Christian name is Love. Oh, um, do you know what? I Very obscure. Love, I don't know. <laughs> his name is Love Hodel. H -O -D. Love Hodel. Isn't that a weird? That's so good. It's, uh, it's America. Love Hoodle. It's America for you. Um, no, I didn't know that. Okay, I've got a cup. I've got uh, sort of a. Uh, okay, this one's a, a bit of a weird one. Um, are you a Neighbors fan? You love you love <laughs> a bit of Neighbors. I did. I I did watch it for a time when I was a, a whippersnapper. Okay. Well, there were two weddings. Um, obviously Scott and Charlene, huge, yep. um, Kylie Minogue and Jason, the Dolan. other guy, Jason, Dolan. uh, and there was Madge and Harold. Yeah. So the lesser known older characters. What were the songs played at their weddings? Oh, oh um, the Scott and Charlene one. It wasn't bloody Kylie song, was it? No, luckily, I suppose. <laughs> Apparently, uh, she chose the song. Kylie did. Uh, Scott. Oh, the, the, obviously, these songs both have love in the title, right? Uh, they might. <laughs> One of them does. Um, she. Uh, love is a battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, they uh Scott and Charlene got married to Suddenly by Angry Anderson. Oh my god. Rose Tattoo, which is pretty awful. Yeah. But imagine Harold got married to Bury Me Deep in Love by the Triffids. No way. How does that? That's a great song. Mm. That's an absolute so, that's a fantastic song. <laughs> probably the um, best ever two minutes of neighbors ever it's having the triffids <laughs> playing um okay last question um uh, what is the link with the beach boys and love oh um mike love yes mate ding dong um god only knows mike um, love seems to be the only beach boy who didn't either die prematurely or go insane. <laughs> it was the rock. Um, wow. Yeah. Mike I don't know Mike. much about him actually, apart from his name. Well, uh, well, Dennis Wilson was the only band member who actually surfed, but he did have, okay. he did have the downside of befriending Charles Manson 
he was oh, an alcoholic God. and then he drowned after jumping from his boat in 1983. Uh, mm. Carl Wilson, Wilson died of lung cancer. And oh, God. Mike, uh, Brian Wilson, everybody knows, is pretty batshit. Yeah. Um, well, I think he's, he's finally being, at least was properly diagnosed. Yeah, no, uh, with, right. um, so I th- hopefully he's on the uh, a little bit better uh, footing at the moment. But um, okay, I got one more question. Yeah, mate. Can I hit you with one more? Sure. Just a Greek, a Greek goddess question. Good to finish. What uh, Aphrodite gets around when she wants to meet up, hook up with Adonis? She's got a sleigh. What uh, you know, Santa's got reindeer. What uh, what uh, animal um, flies Aphrodite along in her uh, sleigh? Is it an animal or animals? Animals. Uh, um, dolphins. <laughs> that should be uh, swans. Oh wow! I yeah. saw. Um, I. Uh... Mrs. Nermelston and I walked past a pair of white swans just the day before yesterday. Beautiful creatures they are. That's that's got to be uh, an omen. Yeah, absolutely, something. There's usually um, actually in the same place. There's usually some black swans, but I don't know where they were the other day. They, okay, they, they were transformed into a white pair. Very very mm-hmm. graceful creatures they are too. Beautiful. Um, right, mate. So how, how does Mrs. Nermelson feel about you dancing with a uh, a Bluetooth speaker? Is she, is she fine um, with that? I think by that stage of the night, um, she she left me out to my own device, basically. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then I promptly came inside and sat down and fell asleep within about three seconds. So, yeah. I think she's. I think um, long a long period of uh, marriage and uh, pre-marriage. Um, uh, she's numbed to my uh, my nocturnal uh, dancing pursuits. <laughs> so good. Uh, well, mate, I think we nailed love as absolutely. much as we could. Okay. Well, we got. Um, what's the next emotion? Because we've done. We've done two. Two ding dong emotions. Yeah. What wow. about um, jealousy? Those, oh, okay. Yes. There's wow. Yes. Jealousy. I, jealousy and surfing. Wow. I mean, that. Wow. There's so Pretty many. much any time you speak to someone about surfing, the intent is to make the other person jealous pretty yeah. much it's, and the internet is just like, made it even better the internet's made it so much better to so much easier but hold off it's like hold off it's like you went out you went out yesterday morning what like oh my god like the tide and the wind what, what, you know what were you thinking keep your, keep your pumping in the afternoon <laughs> keep your powder dry for the next episode <laughs> jealousy uh, and so many songs so many songs is is envy Part of jealousy. Yeah, well, that, well, kind of the, let's put that. Let's put envy and jealousy together. How about that? Yeah, the green-eyed monster and the um, oh, in the mix in the green room. And maybe we should do for homework. We should we should work out every country's testicular fruit. Okay, and let's try and find a little bit of Greek mythology on envy and jealousy as well. Mm-hmm. And and maybe a female and anatomical 
courage, talisman, talisman. Thanks for listening to another episode of Soundwaves. We will continue our journey into the emotions in the coming weeks. But until we do, just remember what Nietzsche said. What do I care about the purring of one who cannot love like the cat? Get shacked. Yeah.